Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. You know, as I was saying earlier, I was th- I was sitting there yesterday, and I was thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, you know, how did I get here? How lucky could a person be, somebody like me, that was at the end of her rope, lost a job after about 20 years or so, didn't know where she was going to go. And I, and I wake up today, Benny, and I think, wow, Shirley MacLaine, Gary Zukov. It doesn't get any better than that. Gary Zukov is joining us here now. And in my hand, and we'll hold it up to the webcam in a minute, uh, I've got his book. It is Spiritual Partnership, The Journey to Authentic Power. Now, what I want to say is that Gary is also going to be coming to Seattle. And I want to make sure all of you get that information. Information. I'm going to say it as many times as I possibly can. Uh, Friday, May 21st, make sure you mark that down at the Center for Spiritual Living in Sandpoint. Uh, and if you go to spiritualliving.org, you're going to see his event is right there. And it's a special evening with Gary Zukoff and Spiritual Partnership, the, the partnership, the, the journey to authentic power. And we are thrilled to have Gary here, the author of four consecutive New York Times bestseller. He's joining us here today. He's been one of the most frequently visited best-selling authors to the Dr. Pat show since we've started. He has multiple appearances on on the on Oprah show. Uh, six million copies of his books in print. Workshops, featured appearances, you name it. And this is what Gary has been doing to take out a very special message. And the message that he takes out is a message of hope. It's a message of partnership. And it's a message of authentic power. He's joining us here today to give us a sneak preview about some of the things that he's going to be doing. He's not only going to come to Seattle, but he's also going to be at Mount Hood and the many other places. But today we get to talk to him about this and i'll say it right now benny amazing book spiritual partnership the journey to authentic power gary it is so good to have you on the show yay welcome thank you pat it's good to be on the show with you again it's fabulous to have you here and i I, you know my problem when i have you on is that i have so many questions for you but i want to get right to the meat of it i want to get to the conversation of spiritual partnership some people would say spiritual partnership really I mean, who is that for? Is that for monks? Is that for priests? And I want to take the big conversation, Gary, that you have and bring it to our listeners about this. Spiritual partnership is for anyone who is in pain Mm. and anyone who is in pain some of the time in a relationship, which I can say in all modesty, I believe, includes all of us. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So the question is, what are you going to do when pain comes, comes up in a relationship? Well, if you think that it's something that you need to avoid, then you'll spend your time trying to distort your relationship with someone else to avoid experiencing pain yourself and avoid uh, the other person experiencing pain. But if you're spiritual partners, you will use all of your experiences together, those that are wonderful, blissful, exhilarating, and those that are painful and excruciating, such as power struggles, in order to grow spiritually. And, and grow spiritually, by the way, doesn't mean that you become uh, solemn or you don't have fun right. or you become religious, although you can be a religious person. It means that you become more aware, 
more emotionally aware, more able to make choices that create constructive consequences, more able to support one another in doing those things. And that, to me, is the nectar of life. What's interesting about what you just said, and we're going to talk about this, and certainly you're, you know, when you come to Seattle, your talk is going to address it. But here's, here's what's interesting about what you just said. Somewhere along the road, we think somebody said that we have to go through these relationship hardships, these power struggles, and do it in a way that doesn't embody some level of compassion and humor. I mean, somehow we've gotten, as you said, really solemn about relationships. And I wanted to ask you about that. Does that hurt or does that help us? Everything helps us. Mm. There's nothing that doesn't help us when it comes to growing spiritually. Every experience, every interaction, every circumstance offers all the individuals participating equal opportunities to grow spiritually. And that means to choose whether they will react to what they are experiencing or respond to it. If they react to it, for example, if they're angry and they react to their anger by shouting or lashing out or withdrawing emotionally, as they have in the past, that's an unconscious choice. Now, the anger comes up, and they do what they did last time and the time before that and the time before that. But if they are emotionally aware, then they look at what they're experiencing before they act. They put their attention in their chest area, for example, or in their solar plexus area, stomach area, or in their uh, um, throat area. And they see what physical sensations they're detecting there. And if any of those sensations are painful, then they know that a frightened part of their personality is active. And if they act on it, they'll create painful consequences for themselves. And if they don't, well, then they have the opportunity of creating other kinds of consequences, such as constructive consequences, and that's a response instead of a reaction. Spiritual partners help one another to do that. They each have the responsibility of their own inner growth, Mm. their own inner work, their own spiritual development, but they are committed to that, and they're committed to assisting one another. And and by the way, um, as you know, as everyone who's listening to us knows, you don't have to be in a relationship to be in pain. Uh, someone close to you can pass on. You can discover that you've got cancer. You can discover that something you wanted very much you don't have anymore. Something you wanted you're not going to get. Or something you didn't want you are going to get. And each of these are opportunities for you to look inside yourself and distinguish fear from love and choose love. And the more you develop the ability to do that, the more loving your life becomes because the less the frightened parts of your personality, such as your anger and mm-hmm. your vengefulness and your jealousy, the less control they have over you. And eventually their control over you disappears. And the loving parts of your personality that are content, grateful, and uh, caring, and patient come to the foreground of your experience and awareness. And your life begins to transform into a life of meaning and purpose and joy, and vitality, and creativity, and every experience that you encounter, even those that other people might consider tragic, you recognize as opportunities to grow spiritually, and you use them that way. This is the road that's being offered to all of us, and here's the new news. Okay. It's a road that we all need to travel now, 
in order to evolve. Mm-hmm. In the past, all we needed to evolve was to survive. And the world that we survived in was the world that our five senses showed us, the world that we can see and taste and touch and hear and smell. But now we are in new evolutionary territory. We are expanding beyond the limitations of the five senses, not just a few special people, millions, millions of people, tens of millions of people, soon hundreds of millions of people. We're beginning to see ourselves as part of a larger fabric of life. We're beginning to see ourselves as not only personalities, more than minds and bodies, but as souls. At the same time, we're beginning to realize that we're something more than we thought we were. Mm-hmm. And these are sim- that we're simultaneously souls and personalities. And that as we encounter the experiences of our lives, we have opportunities to align ourselves with our soul or align ourselves with the frightened parts of our personality. Mm-hmm. I love what you say in your book. And for those of you just tuning in, Gary Zukoff joining me here today, the book that I'm referring to you, that I'm holding up on the webcam so you can see it, everybody, see it right there, Uh, Spiritual Partnership, The Journey to Authentic Power. One of the things that you say that I loved and, you know, is this. You say, this is the new land and we are the new explorers. That sentence is so powerful because what it says, Gary, and please correct me if I'm wrong, what it says is, we're no longer the silent observers now. You know, there is a role for us to play. And I want to ask you, how would you describe that role? Creators. Mm, We're creators. I love that. And it's not possible to be a silent observer. It's possible to be silent, but it's not possible not to create. Mm-hmm. In other words, when you're not aware of your internal dynamics, when you're not aware of what you feel in terms of physical sensations that lies underneath your anger or jealousy or obsessive thoughts like she's so stupid or I'm so stupid or I think about him all day, he's the love of my life or your compulsive behavior such as workaholism or perfectionism or the pain that lies underneath your addictive behaviors Mm. such as the need to drink or overeat or gamble or masturbate or watch pornography or have mindless sex, or shop, or abuse drugs. Underneath all of these is pain, real pain, physical pain. And when you have the the ability and the courage to experience that pain and not mask it with your anger or your obsession or compulsion or addiction, but to experience it, and while you're experiencing it, choose differently. Do something that it does not habitually, robotically do. Create something constructive instead of something destructive. That is how you create mastery in your life. That's the creation of authentic power. And spiritual partnership is the journey to authentic power. Because you have to do that yourself. But when you interact with others who are doing the same or Mm -hmm. striving to do the same, then the potential for a spiritual partnership comes into being. A spiritual partnership is a partnership between equals for the purpose of spiritual growth. Some people say, Gary, that we 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 are. Uh, what's the word that I want to use? We we connect with people in this lifetime because there is a lesson for each of us to learn in very unique circumstances, and sometimes multiple lessons. But 
a lot of folks, and I know exactly what you're referring to, they don't want to stay in it because of the pain. And so the exits are not closed. There's a way out. And so the question then becomes, how do we, if we continue to exit before we actually learn the lesson, how do we get to that next level? Is it even possible? And do the lessons follow us around in life, Gary? Do you mean uh, if you exit the relationship or if you commit suicide? Yeah, exit the relationship. Exit the relationship. Uh, Do the problems follow you around in life? No. Mm -hmm. You carry them. Oh, there you go. They're with you. They are your learning opportunity. Mm -hmm. Your path to spiritual growth is not around or under or ascending above your agony and and your pain but experiencing it and using it. In other words, your painful experiences, all of your experiences in your life are not, especially your painful experiences, are not obstacles to your spiritual growth. They're your avenues to spiritual growth. You learn from them. You learn how to identify in yourself what has been triggered by someone or something. And you become more interested in changing what has been triggered than in changing the trigger. Mm. Mm. In other words, somebody says something that offends you, and if you try to make that person say things that please you in the future instead, that's the pursuit of external power. Mm-hmm. You're attempting to manipulate and to control someone so that you'll feel better or safer. But when you take your attention away from what triggered the pain in you to and put it inside you on the pain specifically, on the physical sensations in your body, on the thoughts that you're thinking, on the intentions that you're having in that moment, holding, then you are becoming acquainted intimately with a frightened part of your personality. Maybe it's one that's angry or jealous or vengeful or needs to please or one that's entitled. And when you set about changing that in you, that's creating authentic power. Then No wind can blow that doesn't fill your sail. Until then, you're always trying to change someone else or something else. And the problem is this, that doing that is now counterproductive. It produces only violence and destruction. While we were five century, Mm -hmm. evolving by surviving, the pursuit of external power was our means of survival. But now it produces only violence and destruction. What used to be good medicine is now poison. Poison. One of the things you talk about in the book, and I have to tell everybody, there are so many things in in Gary's book that I want to just make sure you all know about, and he is coming to Seattle. So let's make sure you all have that information. As I said before, um, you'll be able to check in with him at the Center for Spiritual Living. Uh, there's an upcoming event, and it's May 21st, 7 to 9 p.m. at the Center for Spiritual Living. Lots of information on their website if you go to spiritualliving.org. Um, Gary Zukoff and Spiritual Partnership, The Journey to Authentic Power. Uh, one of the things you do talk about, Gary, is experiencing the universe as compassionate and wise. And I, it's, it's a section in the book that I read over uh, several times before today. Because there's such wisdom in in that statement, and yet it seems to be our greatest challenge. Or is that just my projection? 
seeing the universe as compassionate and wise is something you have to, uh, at first, trust or mm-hmm. assume mm-hmm. because somebody that you uh, respect says that it's so. But I would suggest that you never take anything that someone says as so just because they say it, including whatever I say, uh-huh. but that you experiment with it in your life. And as you experiment with using all of the experiences and interactions in your life to grow spiritually, which means look inside yourself and see whether a frightened part of your personality has become active or not, like uh, anger, fear, jealousy, or whether a loving part of your personality has become active, such as patience, appreciation, gratitude. And then if you determine, if, if you see, because you hurt physically, that it's a painful part of your personality, that you challenge that part of your personality by not acting on it, even when you ever so much want to act on it, even when you want to lash out at someone with your fist or your words or withdraw emotionally, and you don't. You do something else. Maybe you just stand there and tremble in rage, but you don't speak. That's a challenge to a frightened part of your personality. Mm-hmm. And if it's a loving part of your personality and you notice that you're really appreciative of something, or someone says something and it resonates with you, and you think this is a kind, this is a kind person, this is good energy. You're recognizing it in you, so act on it in you. Mm. So as you do that more and more, you'll see for yourself that every experience offers you the opportunity to choose anew, to choose differently than you did last time, to create with wisdom and love, or to create with fear and doubt. Without exception, every experience, and when you see it for yourself. You'll begin to see it for other people, too, that their situations offer them the same opportunity. And if they don't take it, they react instead of respond, and they create the same painful consequences for themselves. I think, Gary, that also talks to what you refer to in the book is, I believe you say, release any distance I feel from anyone. I believe that's exactly what it says, release any distance I feel from anyone, not release any distance I feel from the people I like. You know, it's release any distance that I feel from anyone. And I'd love to talk, uh, ask you how that directly is related to authentic power. Oh, very much so. Okay. But authentic power is recognizing in yourself, in yourself, mm-hmm. not, not, not necessarily in others, yep. fear and love and choosing love. Huh. So in, in the book are some spiritual partnership guidelines that show you in terms of commitment and courage and compassion and conscious communications and actions, how to create spiritual partnerships, how to create authentic power. And when you follow these guidelines, you don't change. You don't have to change anyone else, but you change yourself. And 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 so I would love to discuss all of these. And what, what I'd suggest mm-hmm. is that for anyone who's listening to go to our website, which is seatofthesoul.com, S-E-A-T, like what you sit on, of the S-O-U-L.com, and download or print out the Spiritual Partnership Guidelines. And by the way, we are doing away with our website. We are creating, probably around the first or second week of June, it'll be online, something that is so remarkable that we're not even calling it a website. It's an online engagement system. I love it. And it's designed to support you in every way in creating authentic power and spiritual partnerships. So I invite all of you to go to seatofthesoul.com and to look at it, and especially to come back in about two two or three, two weeks, two and a half weeks, and see the new mm-hmm. 
quote, website, our online engagement system. I would love to have you back, Gary, so we can talk about that when that's up and running. If you if you would like to come back, I would love to have you come back and we can schedule you to talk about that because I love that. I love that idea. I love that, you know, there are things that are being creative, what you just referred to. You can't even call it a website anymore because it's much more than that. That's right. The purpose of this website is to assist you in creating authentic power. And by the way, uh, I also invite all of you who are listening uh, to go to my Facebook page and to uh, uh, and, and to join me in Twitter. At one time, I never thought I'd hear myself saying this. I know, me either. <laughs> I've, I've discovered how to use the Internet. You know, Oprah told me once, uh, Gary, TV uses people, but I use TV. Well... I have discovered the joy of using the Internet. For example, on Twitter, uh, you can download to your phone as an SMS text message something to stimulate you uh, to compassion or wisdom or to think about your life in a constructive way. And I'm sending these tweets out three times a day. And not only that, I'm retweeting from people that say things that I feel are wise and helpful, uh, Marianne Williamson and, and, and Deepak Chopra and the Dalai Lama and uh, uh, Desmond Tutu. So I really want to support you, and I'd love to see you on uh, my Facebook page. I I, I did a chat there a couple of days ago, just stayed on for two hours or so and talked to people and answered questions, and I'd love to meet you. Uh, By the way, I forgot to say, spiritual partnership is not, if if, if you didn't realize it, only a couple's dynamic. It is for everyone. You can create spiritual partnerships with your biological family, at school, yes. at work, with your neighbors. But And I am going to be in Seattle with my first spiritual partner, Linda Francis, and we are a couple. And I'd love to meet you, and, and I love answering questions. So uh, perhaps if we, when we do a show again, Pat, we can have call-in. Absolutely. Capability. And I hope Linda will join us as well. I mean, you know, what you are getting ready to, uh, you know, announce and release. It's wonderful. And I want to just tell everybody, go to the website, seatofthesoul.com. That's seatofthesoul.com. And you can be one of the first to get involved and get information about what Gary and Linda are creating. You know, Gary, this has been amazing. Pat, can I say one more thing? Please do. Uh, we are giving any, uh, a five-day retreat called Journey to the Soul on Mount Hood, and that is July 25th to the 29th. It's our only five-day retreat, and I love it. So if you're drawn to any of the things that I'm saying, please come and meet Linda and me uh, this Friday, and please come and join us on Mount Hood. Uh, it, it's uh, for the most comprehensive single event on authentic power and spiritual partnerships that Linda and I give. It is transformative. Gary, it is so great. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Wow. You're welcome, Pat. It's a joy. And all of you out there, don't forget Gary Zukoff in Seattle on the 21st. And until tomorrow, remember, you are amazing. We'll see you next time.